WKNC 88.1. You guys are just listening to You Can't See Me from Seagulls. And now that we have entered our second hour, I am joined in the studio by Sarah and Maria from Seagulls. Um, they are both going to be performing tonight along with the rest of their band members, the fellow Gulls. Um, at the Pinhook tonight uh, for the Play It Safe benefit, as I've been talking about throughout the past hour or so, it's going to be a really, really awesome show. It is a benefit for the Durham Crisis Response Center. So there's a lot of really great bands coming out here, Gross Ghosts, Seagulls, Towers, and it's for an awesome cause, so I'm really excited to have you all here with me. Um, and first off, we, I want to talk about the music first, and then we'll jump into the show, um, because I feel like... I was hearing rumblings about seagulls, and then out of nowhere, it's just like, boom, like, show with Mac DeMarco, like, announcement on the Hopscotch lineup. This all seems like it came together pretty quickly. Is that how it happened, or has this been, like, process? Um, well, we played our first show um, in October um, of this past year, and it took us a little while to get everything together um, as far as figuring out members went, and... Maria's just really great about um, keeping shows on her radar and upcoming things, so we've been able to play some really great shows so far, and the Mac DeMarco show was a lot of fun. That was a great yeah. show. There's a lot of people <laughs> yeah. there. Um, I was really afraid, but <laughs> it turned out, I was, I was scared that everybody lined up out the door was going to leave. Um, this is probably not the best <laughs> advertisement for our band, but... Um, I was scared they were going to leave when we started playing, but they were on board and they're super stoked. And um, it it was a really great response. So we were really glad to be able to do that show. Awesome, yeah. And it seems like there's been a pretty solid response so far. When the Hopscotch lineup came out, I heard a lot of people were like, "Oh, awesome! Seagulls is on this lineup." Um, so what? How did that? How did it come about with that? Were you guys expecting like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta do Hopscotch this year"? Did it just kind of surprise you guys? Um, I wasn't surprised. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Maria wouldn't be surprised. Now, Nathan just uh, asked us, um, you know, do you want to do this? And I was like, um, let me think about it for a week. And, um, and but no, an hour later, I was like, yeah, of course, I'd love to do this. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're really happy to be playing Hopscotch. I've gotten to do it um, one year with a, a Rosebuds and Friends Um show uh and with big picture and that was a lot of fun but this will be my first like official super real deal yeah hopscotch deal so it's uh yeah it's exciting (laughs) (laughs) it's great yeah it's it's a big deal and local bands get put on at hopscotch it's always like i feel like you've made it into the local circle so to speak yeah it feels like getting asked to the prom (laughs) yeah that's it's a good way to put it yeah the nice local prom where everyone just gets PBR wasted during the day and <laughs> it's way better than prom yeah for me it's, there's the strange <laughs> intersection ever. with the like galas downtown so it kind of feels like prom on like Friday night sometimes but then that's that's all gone because you're like hopping here and there and everywhere yeah. but um so how did you all come together to form seagulls well <laughs> that well? would well let me tell you Grant um Teresa Stone, who was in, um, she was in North Elementary a long time ago, but she was in Boy Killer. Um, got to talking to Sarah, I believe, because Sarah, she knew Sarah was writing some songs and, you know, no longer playing with the big picture. And so those two actually first got together and um, asked me to play. And it was kind of the three of us for a good bit. But then Teresa moved to Asheville. Um, and then Sarah and I were just kind of being the, 
the rocks, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and trying to figure out who else was going to be a good fit. So we actually went through a couple of different people, not because they weren't fits, but just because of schedules. And honestly, you know, a lot of our friends are in like three or four other bands. Right. So, um, but yeah, we had um, we had Betty Rupp from North Elementary playing bass with us for a good bit. Um, we've had uh, Amanda Lindsay, who was in Violet Vector and the Lovely Lovelies, um, practicing with us for a bit. Uh, Elise Thubner came out for a little, little bit and gave it a whirl. Um, but ultimately, we wound up um, with our little um, spicy <laughs> Jackie, our guitar, <laughs> who was in Towers. And um, I think right when we kind of finally realized, you know, our groove, you know, she gave us the news that she was going to be moving to Brooklyn, which we were bummed, but uh, excited for her because there's a lot right. of opportunity for her there. And um, so that was a blast. And then um, we've had Duncan from Hammer No More The Fingers and uh, Beauty World um, filling in on bass. And now he's moved over to guitar to take Jackie's uh, spot. And Leah, who's also in Beauty World, Lost in the Trees, Bowerbirds, um, is going to be playing bass with us. So there are four of us, and it's actually our uh, first show this evening with that lineup. So awesome. We're excited. How have y'all dealt with the rotating cast? Has it been kind of <laughs> stressful bouncing in and out, it's, or is it a pretty seamless transition? It's scary to wonder, like, where can we go from here, you know, if we get the news. Like, when we got the news for Jackie, it, like Maria said, that's a... Major bummer, um, but we've felt pretty comfortable that we know so many people in this area that we can depend on people who are skilled musicians, and also we know that they're going to show up for practice, and mm -hmm. um, we've found that in Leah and Duncan, so we're really grateful to be able to be here, and like there's so many resources for mm -hmm. Everybody wants to play. Right. You know, so it's fun. Yeah. Definitely. And it seems like, I think Maria used the phrase that you guys were the rocks of the group, <laughs> so to speak. Um, how does that translate songwriting? Who's writing most of the songs? How does the collaboration come into play? Um, how does this all get together? Well, um, we're we're coming out with an eight song EP. Uh, this eight, eight song EP. That's, yeah. You don't see <laughs> yeah. that a lot anymore. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that'll be coming out probably in July, mm -hmm. I imagine, um, which, um, this is a tangent, but we got to record it with, uh, Mitch Easter at Fidelitorium, um, via winning a contest, which was incredible. And one of the best weekends that I've ever had, it felt like adult summer camp and I didn't <laughs> believe, um, but, uh, so six of those eight songs I've written and pretty much it's songs just that I've written over the years, um, as far back as 2007. Um, uh, that first song that you just played was the first song that I wrote. And um, I probably wrote that in 2006, 2007 or something. So it's just stuff that I've been collecting over the years and had been kind of laying dormant. And um, then when Teresa wanted us to get together, I was just kind of like remembering, well, hey, I have this song and this do you guys actually want to play these songs you know they're just sort of right not doing not going anywhere and um we made them fit into the sound that we had um and i just basically had the bare bones songs that to me sounded like folk songs on my guitar 
Um, I would always say they sounded mm-hmm. like country or folk, and mm-hmm. Maria would kind of go, I don't know what you're talking you're about. Wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, then uh, they formed into these sequel songs, and um, two of the songs on the EP uh, Jackie has written, um, one of those are one of the singles um, that we put out with You Can't See Me. It's called Don't Write Me Love Songs. And um, so she's contributed one other song to the EP in addition to that. And um, I just, I like, we all loved her writing style mm-hmm. so much. It just, it fit in with the groove of what we were doing. And um, it just worked. So we're we're always open to, like, anybody Whatever, whatever's working. Yeah, it's right. not really yeah. defined, to, you know, necessarily. This is the songwriter, yeah. Yeah, not at all. I mean, everybody's just very open. I think that um, to have a good vibe, I think that's really important and, and to make it fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's everybody. really written their parts, their individual parts yeah. around the songs that I came, the basic songs that I came with. Gotcha. Yeah. So it sounds like the idea of the band has come kind of before writing the music did and it kind of the music got pieced together would you say that's that's a pretty yeah it was like, just uh teresa was like let's just get together and i was really i i'd not known maria very well and she said let's go over to maria albani's house and i was like what that's like, so exciting because she has the spanorganos and like i love them so much they're so wonderful and i get to play music with her I've been, you know, I've been listening to her music way before that, so I felt um, really excited to be able to do that. And then, so we just started playing whatever together, just goofing around, and you know, so it was just a matter of like, let's just get together and have fun. And it was natural. Yeah, it wasn't. We didn't feel like we were really trying to. I mean, again, everything just has very seamlessly kind of worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, because I always—it's always interesting to see whether or not someone has like formed a band and been like, "We want to have this kind of sound." But it seems like these songs just kind of organically switched from what you thought was folk or country into something that's got a lot more grit to it. Yeah, they've which she wasn't lot trying harder. to do either, right. you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's always weird to me when people say, you know, I'm—I want to play this kind of song. Like, I want my songs to sound like have this sound or whatever. I mean. I get it in terms of like effects or recording and things of that nature, but the other side of it is just kind of odd to me. <laughs> yeah, it's I can see it, but I also don't. It's it feels like music becoming so structured kind right. of takes out the fun and spontaneity of it. Yeah, but there's plenty of that as we can see within mm-hmm. seagulls. Yeah, and um, we're going to take a very brief break from conversation. We're going to hear some music from Towers, an older track, because Towers will be playing tonight at the Pinhook. Um, we're going to hear a little bit more local goodness, uh, maybe some selections from the folks we have here in the studio. And then we're going to come back with some more conversation, and you'll hear that other seagulls track that we were talking about, Don't Write Me Love Songs, later in this hour. But don't go anywhere, because we still got a whole bunch of stuff coming up. So stay tuned to Carolina Grown. WKNC 88.1, you guys were just listening to some new music from Beauty World. As I mentioned earlier, uh, they are going to be on the show next week, uh, filling the slot that we have right now with Seagulls, doing some interviews. And I think that they will also be performing a little bit acoustically in studio, stripped back the way, like Pripyat style, I guess now. Mm -hmm. And um, before that, you heard Airstrip with Magician's Assistant and Towers with Bounty. Uh, Those past two were some picks from uh, Sarah and Maria, who are here still from uh, Seagulls. And where did Seagulls come from? Like, why Seagulls? 
when I saw the name, I was like, oh, that's clever. So I'm interested. <laughs> I, I feel obligated to. You have to, yeah. Um, so... Uh, Teresa, that originally tried, you know, was getting us together, like to play music and just mess around uh, musically. Uh, we were just sending around emails one day. Um, what should our band be called? Um, yeah, there's no she, like fascinating yeah, story behind it. <laughs> it really this sounds cool. But um, we need a name. We like yeah. those words, and it's not what you think it is. It's yeah. not the bird. You're, you know, it's whatever. not even the bird. Yeah, because it's actually. Um, S-E-E-G-U-L-L-S. Um, and I think that I was like, but what if it was, you know, C, like you see, which maybe is not a very smart marketing decision. <laughs> but you could look at it one of two ways, all right? If you Google seagulls, the regular seagull yeah. bird, you're not going to find us. You're going to find a bunch of pictures of seagulls. Birds. And probably yeah, seagulls with like arms seagulls. attached to them. I think that's Feeling an internet good. thing yeah. now. I love that. But we will see your <laughs> It's awesome. Still. But um, so, yeah, so I said, uh, what about S E E G U L L S? Um, and yeah, it's, there's the worry that people won't remember that or, you know, they won't know that. So uh, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> We will see. If we don't work out as a band, though, we can attribute it as to having a bad. A bad band. Man, we should have. We should have had the A at the end <laughs> of that. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like having a crutch. Yeah. It's nice. Creative, yeah. Creative crutch. It's crazy to see, like, because I've heard that with people before. Oh, well, we changed the spelling of it because you know Google. Like, it's it's interesting. Uh, to, I don't like, have that much forethought. That's okay. <laughs> I'm glad to see that this wasn't a Google-inspired band name because it's. And one side is cool, but on the other side, it's like, man, Maybe we what? Could just be called Google. <laughs> the Google That's, band. It's always not. That might be difficult to Google. The Google. I, that works. Um, it works. We can go with yeah, that. Yeah, it's like a takeoff from Go-Go. It's pretty awesome. Because we sound just like the Go-Go. <laughs> somebody, somebody told us that we sounded like the go-go's first they told the us day. we needed to hear the go-go's yeah because we <laughs> have, would awesome not have ever heard the go-go's um but um they were coming from a place of love i believe they were yeah yeah let's hope so yeah <laughs> yeah but we don't sound like the go-go's i mean i guess that that's um uh i mean shoot that would beauty be beauty is in the eye of the beholder yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who I guess who would you sonically compare yourself to then? That is a fantastic question. Yeah, um, I, don't I don't know. What do you think, Grant? I don't. <laughs> that's it's difficult. Like it is because usually I feel like a lot of people use the oh like garage rock, but like what is that at okay, this point so we've anymore? Okay, a new genre. I, I'm not thinking of any bands that we sound like, but um, our new genre is called Surf Witch. Okay. I'll, is it, it's a little surfy, and it can be sort of spooky and dark at times, um, but there's still a bit of grit to it. Yeah. There's definitely more grit to it now than when we first started off, mm-hmm. which is cool. All right, Surf Witch. Now, I'm down with it. Hopefully, we can get some <laughs> post-Surf Witch coming in for the next releases. Um, and speaking of releases and stuff, I know you mentioned uh, a contest that you want to get into the Fidelatorium. Can you yeah. go into that a bit more? How did that come about? Because people jump over the chance to yeah. record with Mitch Easter. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. huge deal around here in Kernersville. Like, yeah. I don't understand the Kernersville thing, but past that, 
how did this this contest come about? So our friend Amanda um, has worked at Fidelitorium for quite a while, and she had mentioned to us when we were kind of playing with her that there was, you know, going to be a contest coming up, and we thought that was really cool and everything, but at the time we had actually already had plans to record with somebody that we were on the books to record with, and that um, oddly fell through, and, you know, as we were trying to get a backup plan together, I thought, well, let me email her and see if it's still open and in fact was and and we wound up submitting the songs and found out a couple of weeks later through an email that we had gotten it that's awesome yeah it was very cool and did you see the songs uh undergo any changes working with mitch at the fidelitorium no we were very uh planned we knew what we were doing when we went in there we we don't like to waste time when we're gotcha there. yeah especially just because get it we in just and get had it out the weekend and we right to make the most of it and we needed to be prepared so we really were very prepared so you knocked out all eight in the weekend we knocked out all of the instrument yeah uh, tracks um, awesome and, we had and vocal, some vocals we had vocal tracking to do for maybe songs? like two or three, three i think afterwards so we just powered through it we really wanted to take advantage of the time that we had there and we saved all the mixing um for after which um nick jager is doing for us yes um so we're in the process of doing that right now that's why it's not going to be out until probably july when it's all said and done so that's what we're doing right now and um it's a process it was an incredible experience though for sure i mean Obviously, but it was also nice because um, Missy Things has been newly sort of um, integrated in, into the mix and is doing a lot of work like behind the board. And awesome, it's nice to see and have that additional input. And Amanda was actually there helping as well, and mm-hmm. just really good vibes. So, is Missy more involved with the band, or is that more along no, with the she's studio? Recording. Okay, she's gotcha. Yeah, that's she's actually what she's gone to school for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we got her to hop in on one of the songs because um, she's uh, a really great keys player. And um, what was it? What is that? Uh, they had this beautiful set of keys. I can't remember the name. Chroma something. I, I can't remember. Um, but it was this beautiful sound. And then Mitch had the idea to play it backwards and it just turned out great. So that's going to be um, on one of the tracks. Missy's going to be on one of them, actually. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So where where do you have this plan for it? I know you're kind of involved with Potluck. Is that is that right? Is, yeah. Are you guys going to try and stick to no, Potluck for no. this? It's something totally uh-uh. different. No, I don't want to. I don't want to involve. Like for me, that's a little too close to home. I mean, right. you know, Schooner's on there. Um, my last Organos record was on there. And also, too, with you know, for me, this being Sarah's, like, you know, first run of, like, with her songs and stuff. Right. Like, I want her to have the experiences that I got to have. And I, I want to leave it open to other opportunities. I don't want to. I mean, that would be an easy thing to do. Right. And it would be right. great and fun and easy or whatever. But that's not. Um, an automatic thing that we ever thought that we would do. With yeah, this so band. we're just sending it out. What we have currently mixed, we're sending it out to different people and being able to talk to people who, um, like this blogger in Scotland, and um, because they hear us on a 
radio show in from Greensboro. And so we're getting to talk to people that I wouldn't ever imagine. Right. And this guy in Brisbane, like, found our stuff as well, which is very, very cool. And yeah. I just don't imagine that, wouldn't imagine that happening. So um, I'm definitely um, getting schooled on uh, <laughs> how to reach out to people. Awesome. Well, I look forward to actually having this physical release coming out because I, I love I love what I've heard so far. So humble. I love it. Um, and I love what I've heard so far. We're getting ready to hear the second track they all have released, uh, Don't Write Me Love Songs, which as we heard earlier was one of Jackie's contributed tracks. Yes. Um, and after that, we're going to hear a couple of other picks from uh, Maria and Sarah, uh, one of which is going to be Wild Fur, which is fantastic. Yes. Like, really excited about that. That's uh, Nick Yeager and... Wiley Hunter from Wiley Hunter and the Casadores, um, but it's not at all what you'd expect from those two. So it's really exciting. Yeah, it's awesome. um, but I'm gonna stop like gushing about it right now. And <laughs> you guys are gonna hear Seagulls up next with "Don't Write Me Love Songs." Some music from Wild Furs after that, and we will have a bit more conversation as well to close out the hour here on Carolina Grown.
WKNC 88.1. You guys were just listening to Lomelands with Another Reason. Before that, you heard Wild Fur with Starting to Take and Seagulls with Don't Write Me Love Songs. We are closing out our segment with Seagulls here. Um, I haven't mentioned it in the past segment, but they are playing tonight at the Pinhook um, for the Play It Safe benefit, which is a really fantastic cause. Um, it's a benefit show, and it's benefiting the Durham Crisis Response Center. Um, so it's a really important cause and a lot of really great bands. Um, so what what can people expect from the Seagull show tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing french fries <laughs> on the stage. Um, Somersaults? Somersaults. Um, some, there's going to be some dancing um, happening afterwards that's going to be really fun. There's right, a the, soul, a dance, soul party. dance party. Um, Which the pinhook is awesome. Please awesome. for that. The pinhook is awesome. Um, but yeah, it's just going to be be a lot of fun. I think that there's a lot of people that are coming. And I think there's an interesting intersection of acts that are going to be performing. That mm-hmm. I mean, because you know, like we play older towers here, but new towers is totally different. But uh-huh. it still seems like it's going to totally work. Like I don't, I don't know why, but it just. It oh, just yeah. works. Everybody watching really will have fun because Derek definitely mm-hmm. has a good time up there. So yeah. He's an entertainer. He I think is. regardless of whether there's man. two people or 200 people, like that dude's going to be swinging his arms. Oh, he and, don't care. Oh, yeah. He does not care. <laughs> and it's awesome. And I'm really, really excited to see everything tonight. Um, how does preparation or anything or like your mindset change when you're doing benefit shows like this? Or like how? How so do you mean? I guess, is it, do, do you get in a different place prep-wise? Like, it's like, oh, this is for a cause, like, we're no. not... I mean, you want to be I conscious don't. of that the night that you're playing, and, um, you know, you want to be aware of what you're playing for, which yeah. um, the um, Durham Crisis Response Center, it's, uh, they're advocates for victims of sexual um, assault, so, um, which is obviously a cause that we want to stand up for, so... Um, and it's, I mean, it's a pleasure to be a part of that in mm-hmm. our community, even if it's in just a small way. So, um, uh, we look forward to the show tonight. <laughs> yes, we look forward to the show tonight. <laughs> yes, and hopefully after everyone gets to check out all of the Seagulls tunes we've been playing, the Towers, uh, the Gross Ghost that we played in the last hour, hopefully everyone else will be looking forward to it because um, it is an awesome cause, and it's it's great to know that there's an area that everyone there has the same mindset. It's going to be a safe place. You don't have to worry about anything. Yep. Like it's, it's, it's nice to see little niches like this carved out, and it's awesome to see all of these college radio stations coming together to help sponsor it. I think yeah, it's definitely. it shows a lot of the solidity within the scene, you know, that gross ghosts and seagulls and towers despite differences in sounds despite all of our college radio differences and, and we actually all hate each other yeah of course i mean i'd imagine i mean you got like <laughs> band battles and you guys are totally not down with gross ghosts too much sound conflict <laughs> <laughs> yeah no they're great awesome well i am very excited to check out seagulls tonight um i have been looking forward to it for a while i was hoping that it wasn't going to be all the way until hopscotch when i got to see all so thankfully this popped up and you guys are also performing um at the local 506 in a couple weeks as well yes um with speedy ortiz yes yes just keep getting those high profile shows and whatever brains is also on that hey now all right which I'm super excited about. That's exciting. That's <laughs> another interesting combination of acts, but that will be yeah. a really awesome show. Totally. 
Sweet. So there's plenty of chances for people to check out Seagulls. Um, where can people find your music online? You can find us on SoundCloud. Again, we're Seagulls, S-E-E-G-U-L-L-S, not to be confused with the bird. And uh, we have a band camp as well. And you can find us on Facebook. Um, and that's pretty much it for now. Um, our EP will be ready sometime in July. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Marie and Sarah, for coming into the studio. Thank you for having us. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, we are going to play music for the rest of this hour, that whole gigantic 10-minute block that we have left. Um, but you guys are getting ready to hear Weird Ed from Doc Aquatic, an awesome band out of Asheville. And I will be back next week with Duncan and Leah from Beauty World, who will also be on stage tonight yes, with seagulls. So it all comes full circle. <laughs> um, you've been listening to Carolina Grown. I am Grant Golden, signing off here on WKNC 88.1.